Yes. This is only yesterday. And only um, yesterday. Today we're going to be discussing something that people have been putting their minds to for a long, long time. I would argue since the beginning of our species. Since the beginning of humankind. Yes. Um, today we're going to be discussing the neurochemistry and neurobiology of hate. Cue like the metal music we're just listening to. If we could do that, you know, that'd be oh, cool. Just some, some bar, you know, it's just the just, drum stuff you were showing me. Yeah, bro. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yes. I might have to like find some edit, background. Edit this in. Edit yeah. that in and put it in the background or something. So, um, yeah, basically just the brain on hate. Um, and so for what it's worth, there's been a lot of study done into this. And I would love to think, right, that there's just one chemical in the brain or excuse me, one part of the brain that says, hey, this is hate. This is the hate chemical. This is where the hate chemical goes. This is what makes us feel it. And this is what makes us do all that shit afterward. Yeah, I think that's what the Nazis were trying to do. That's what they're trying to, you know, they're trying to find things like that. So I don't know if I want that to be done exactly. Well, I mean, not the, the final solution. <laughs> well, yeah, not, not the final solution. But I mean, like, is there a chemical, just one chemical that is responsible for hate, right? And the answer is no. Uh, there's many different things that go into that. And so let me just get the sources out of the way. So um, the Journal of Hate Studies from the Gonzaga University Institute for Action Against Hate. Um, the name of the article is, Is There a Neurobiology of Hate? by Glasser. Um, let's see. The Cable News, Negative Language, and the Partisan Effect, They Hate as a casual heuristic on Fox News and Robert Entman and Kurd, oh my God. Newfer. Kurd Newfer. Thank you so much. I'm just guessing. Yo, it helps. I have no idea. It looks like a German name. Then yeah. those names are hard to pronounce. It, it's so. spelled K-N-U-P-F-E-R. So you might be right. For sure. I'd be sure. Um, last one here is the, uh, the Neurochemistry of Impulsiveness and Aggression by Jersey Vetulani. And now listen here, I paid the man Vetulani. I paid him to do that article, so we better get some good stuff out of it all. <laughs> and, um, wait, I lied. There's, there's the actual last one is The Neural Correlates of Hate by Samir Zeki. I'm not going to do that accent because it would, might sound kind of racist, so no, <laughs> I'm just going to leave man. that be. No, you're good. Just leave that be. So, um, cat fight. My, my cats are fighting right now. So I think it would be useful to define hate first, right? So, um, the term hate is used a lot in like mass media and among like extremist groups, gamers, gamers, hell, even everyday people, Me. right? So people who say, you know, we hate whichever current president is in the office based on their political or moral stances or someone saying they hate the rain or someone saying they hate when there's nothing to watch. I do hate when there's nothing to watch. Yo, that shit sucks. It's annoying, yeah, right? Peaky blinders. It's, yep. a, it's good. It's a good watch. Right. I, I've never seen that. So It's pretty intense. Okay. Yeah. Word. I, I'm going to have to take your word for it. I've been watching the ALGS. Don't know what that is. So. The, the Pro League Apex series. Oh, okay. I've got so many whatevers in my mind, you know, right. LCSW, so ACLS, good. whatever. So good. Anyways, so. anyways. <clears throat> so it would be useful to have some sort of working definition for hate, right? And so it's useful to know that we can use it in a, a noun form and in the verb form. So in noun form... Uh, hate is, according to the Merriam-Webster, you know what I'm saying, dictionary, extreme dislike or disgust, antipathy or loathing, or intense hostility and aversion, usually deriving from anger or fear. So basically an object of emotion, right? So in when in one person's self and it belongs to that person, right? So like, yeah. I'm not saying I hate myself, but just like I hate. Don't hate yourself. Right? Well, not, okay. So... It belongs to oneself. So, like, I am holding hate. I hate, right? Yes. So, I extremely dislike, I extremely disgust, or I'm extremely disgusted by, or not even by anything at this moment. You're just extremely disgusted, right? Yes. This is the, the noun a, form. It's a, sen it's a feeling. Right. And so, in verb form, it's to have a strong aversion to something or to find something very distasteful. So, now it's, I hate this. So, you're something you're doing at people. Or right. things or whatever. And so it's now now something else is the subject of my hate, 
Right? Yes. Instead of I am holding this hate, now it's I hate you or I hate that. Yes. Or I hate this shit over here. I hate the Yankees and the Lakers and oh, right. So yeah, I mean, so what kinds of things do you hate? Oh jeez. What let me ask you this. I'm gonna flip this question right now. What, what kinds of things do I hate? Yes, I wanna know. I hate fucking traffic, dude. Dude, like, the traffic sucks dick. Yo, for real. Okay? Like, People in Utah is, don't know how to drive. I'm just gonna go ahead and say if I'm on my way to somewhere because I'm a I'm a type of like if I got somewhere to go, if I got somewhere yeah. to be, like I just wanna fucking get there like shopping, right? Yeah. So I hate shopping. Okay, boom, another perfect analogy. I hate because shopping. I'm like I'm an in and out kind of person, bro. Like if I got something to do, I go in there, I grab the shit, I get out. Like the boom, that's it. Yes. And so my my lovely, beautiful, lovely wife, she's like, yo, we wanna we wanna make sure we, you know, go through the aisles, make sure we don't forget anything, you know, because if you just, you know, running back and forth between the things, you might forget something. And she's absolutely right. And so for that, she's correct. But Sounds like you guys are like she's taking you on a field trip, like it's a, like a like a kindergarten class. You know, she's leading you through the store and saying, "This is what this does, Tony." Well, it's more like she's helping balance me because okay, yeah, you know, because yeah. I'm like, yo, I I want to get in, get out, motherfucker, like, get out with all the shit, so we can go home and unpack all this shit. Because <laughs> I have ADHD, so I go into the store and I come out with stuff that wasn't on the list, and I forgot that I was supposed to be shopping for somebody else. Mm. True story. You for, wait. Hold on. You forgot that you were supposed to be shopping for someone else. My mom has asked me to go get stuff at the store, and I didn't get it. I came out with other stuff. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so mom says, hey, I need you to go to the store. I need you to pick up X, Y, and Z um, ingredients for yes. dinner. Yes. And you're like, okay, mom, boom, I got you. Love you. See you later. Get to the store. And you're like, you know what? Fuck, I need a bang. I need some freaking chips. Ooh, you know what would be amazing right now? Some taquitos. Taquitos, we, we some yes. taquitos. Like, Yes, yes, that has happened before. Nice. Yeah, and it happens a lot. So anyway, moving on. Yeah, so what do you hate? Jeez, what? I have sports teams that I hate. I hate... Um, hmm. Go, go ahead. So I mean, like, do you hate the people in the sports team, like playing the sport? or do Just you the idea of the team. Just the idea of the yeah. team. Like, okay, okay. Well, um... Traffic, I also hate traffic. Also hate traffic. You know, yes. I'm trying to get somewhere, bro. Like, I'm yes. not trying to be stuck behind 15 people who were just... Utahns drive. Like, they don't drive with urgency. <laughs> you know, you, okay. yeah. Um, we I'm all just know gonna somebody. Say, I'm just going to say we all know drivers somebody. everywhere drive like that sometimes. Drive yeah. like you have, you know, some weed in your car and there's a cop behind you and you got to get home fast. Or just drive like... You've got somewhere to be and are trying to be safe as well. Like that, that's I, who. Yeah, like my my issue is like like traffic jams, right? Like if it's okay. If it, so, if there's someone driving like hella slow as I'm trying to get somewhere, right? Like we got plenty of lanes, bro. Like I don't give a freaking slide over. I'll get another lane. It's no big deal. Yeah. But if there's like hella traffic, I can't get over. Plus that one person is like trying to smooth in, you know, like get that aggro intro. Yes. And I'm like usually driving like a. Tesla, which I also hate, or whatever it is that they're driving. Well, you bro, asked like, me what I hate, so there you go. No, Teslas. you're you good, bro. Okay, and you hate Teslas. All Just right, the, word. The, the the psyche of the drivers that I've had an experience with is like you know that guy you're driving 85, mm. you're going fast, and he's sitting there behind you trying to get you to go like 90 to 95, and he's getting impatient. That's the kind of experience I've had. Word hauling so, ass. I'm already hauling ass. If oh. I go any faster, we're gonna be you know whatever. But yeah, I don't know. So Tesla's, um, my grandfather. Okay. For justifiable reasons. Okay. Um, I hate abusers. Let's say so. In your, how would you define hate? Like, what is it that you like? Would you? I personally would define hate as like extreme disdain. Yes. So how would you define it? It just gives you when you think of that thing or that person or whatever, you just get this. You know, your jaws clenched and just the tension, you know, it just evokes that emotional response in you. Hmm. Okay. That's so, how I define hate. Okay, word. For Interesting. Me. Okay, great. I'll fucking, yeah. we'll take it. It sounds great. I love it. Okay, so, I mean, if a hate region exists in the brain, most investigators believe that it's most likely to be located in a number of regions within the limbic system. And those are parts of the brain whose main functions include, but are not limited to, Movements of limbs, recognition of faces, mood, fear, 
aggression and anxiety. Okay. And so, I mean, now we're activating like, you know, the amygdala and, you know, parts of memory when we're seeing something and it reminds us of something that is extremely disdainful, right? So now we hate this particular thing and this part of the brain is saying, you know, it's it's being wrapped up in other parts of the brain associated with a negative response. Okay. Right? So you kind of learn that response over time is what you're saying? Like you adapt to being Almost, triggered by that? So I I would say that that hate would reside in the same part of the brain that, you know, gives us these negative emotions and like negative fears. And so okay. whenever we see something that we quote unquote hate, like it gets associated with those negative fears and emotions and anger and whatnot. So for the sake of example, if someone hates um, immigrants, right? Yeah. And so, or let's say unlawful immigrants, okay? So they see someone who they don't even know has their papers and all this stuff and oh, everything's good to go, but for so long they've been conditioned by different types of either their peers or their media or, you know, their family or whatever yeah that this particular person is distrustful and worthy of your disdain and dislike you oddly just described my dad so i know what you're talking about now <laughs> what oh shit <laughs> uh didn't mean to do that uh no it's like this is kind of weird because i'm brown and i live in his house mm-hmm. whenever there's like a salesperson of color like going around our neighborhood he'd always be like lock the doors kind of feeling you know wow and it's like daddy uh I look the same as that guy. Why are you uh, hating on brown people, you know? so mm. And so that makes me wonder, right? Like, so what, hmm, let me find a way to word this. What influences would have impacted him to make him feel that way, right? Like, because he's Asian. At the yes. He's Japanese. Yes, he is Japanese. So I, I don't know. I'm just, that makes me curious. And so I'm not, you know, I'm not casting aspersions i'm not i actually like your dad he's really cool he's really nice um, yes i just i'm just curious you know I'm, I'm curious um i mean we could go we could get into it you know but uh yeah, maybe, maybe that's another episode racist corner for uh, yeah maybe you know, bro we need to do a tangent episode like racist corner or something adam and tony's racist corner or bro not even that just like in like our series called tangents, tangents. Like where we when we want to go off on tangents but we don't yes so instead we just have that content for okay. that particular episode yeah i well, feel like i'll tell you off air but yeah we'll, we'll talk about it later yeah, but anyways we'll later. so yeah many different parts of the brain where you know like there was a study that was done where people were looking at faces right and so mm-hmm. they were shown three faces of people who they quote unquote like had agreeable you know feelings towards and one face that they did not that they quote unquote uh, at the very least disliked. Okay. And so they were finding that different parts of the brain were lighting up when they had finally made their way over to the face that they didn't like. And mm-hmm. uh, and so it's not to say that there's one particular part of the brain that harbors hate. Yeah. Because it's just so many different in that in these spaces. Yeah. So we both grew up like in the post 9-11 school system, basically. Bro, we freaking grew up. I grew up pre and during and post 9-11. Bro. Yeah, like, same. Yeah, we, yeah. So I, I would say like a lot of kids at school and even me myself had a lot of hatred towards like people from Islamic faith, you know, even me having like ancestors from that faith. I, you know, I felt kind of because of the uh, actions of the individuals that killed so many people, you know, Um, just harboring that hate, harboring that feeling of distrust for Mm. those people, even though they were my kind, technically. (laughs) Yo, and that that brings us to a very important point that we're going to discuss when we um, we talk about hate in the media, right? Because there's been... Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. So next I want to discuss the neurochemistry and impulsiveness of aggression, right? And so... The two different types of aggression, um, emotional, serving mainly as a threat, and rational, like predatory. Okay. So if we're acting out of like someone is, you know, a threat to us and we're like, yo, fuck this, I need to defend myself, you know, fight or flight type stuff. Yeah. And then the other one is saying, you know, for perhaps like survival, right? We're saying- Kind of more deliberate. More deliberate, more um, thoughtful, more planned out. Yeah. Um, I would say like, obviously it's- 
the first one's dangerous, but the second one's more dangerous in my mind. Yep, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the secondary one, right, is it serves for the attainment of a goal in the most effective way. And so they also have different they also have different anatomical and neurobiological background and reciprocally inhibit each other. Hmm. And so if you are going from the more um, predatory, hey, I'm trying to get this motherfucker, I'm going to, yeah. then that will respond differently. Well, you will respond differently than if you would in the emotional fight or flight. And so that's why I think they're a little bit, I think that's why they're equally as dangerous because yeah. if let's say your freaking backs against the wall your fucking backs against the corner you don't know what the fuck's about to happen like this may be your last you know yeah. encounter with anyone you might do some dangerous shit that you never even thought of before true or you might just fucking true fold i don't know but so yeah, yeah i think it's it's interesting and so yeah what i mean that like i think you can do damage with both but like with mm-hmm. the deliberate kind of plans you can plan out how much dan- how much damage you can do. Sure. When you're reacting, you're just kind of reacting and people are in the way or whatever, but when like for example, the the Holocaust was deliberate planned, you know, and yeah. Yeah, he didn't just yeah. wake up in the morning and be like, oh, "I'm going to plan a Holocaust today." Yeah. And so aggression is it's it's difficult to uh it's difficult to work with, I'll say. Um but I mean, besides to work with it, like the kids that I work with right when they're being aggressive yeah. or whatever. But um, <clears throat> aggression is modulated by several neurotransmitter and hormonal systems, um, of which a key role is seemingly played by testosterone, the hormone okay. of aggression. So this is why um, males tend to be more aggressive then? For the, I mean, it would make sense, right? Like yeah. it would stand to reason, um, which is because it's a hormone involved in domination type behavior. Um and serotonin, which leads to an increase of impulsiveness when there is a deficit. And so if we have someone who has increased, uh, let's say, a testosterone and decreased serotonin, they're more likely to act in aggressive manners if certain you know, conditions are met, right? Yeah. And so that's why I think it's always good to look out for each other. Take care of your friends. Make sure y'all get enough serotonin out there because it's, it's pretty rough. So you served in the military and you went to boot camp. Yep. Have you ever seen Full Metal Jacket? No. Okay. but However, you know, I've, yeah. The reference. Yeah. Was there anybody there who was just staring off into the distance, you know, like the Gomer Pyle guy that they called him? Like, was there anybody there that was just kind of like, this guy shouldn't have a gun kind of feeling? Yeah. Or were you that person? Mm, just kidding. <laughs> no. I mean, there there was, you know, a couple people at the very least where you're, you at least think like, should someone be concerned about this? And then Yeah, it's kind of like, realize, how did the psychiatrist miss this? I wonder. And then you realize like either hopefully someone in there, like once they get, you know, through boot camp and they get to their actual station, whatever, like someone in their chain of command will notice at yeah. the very least before it becomes something ridiculous or if... Perhaps they're just like they hold it in just the right amount. Like they they take their meds, everything's good, but then they're like, "All right, it's time to deploy," and they're like, do, "Yo, do we want to send this dude or uh, or yeah. is it like, yo, it's your time to freaking shine, bro? Like this is what you waited for your whole life. Like I I don't know. And so it, it it depends on the situation, really. Okay, so as somebody you know, you said you could be called up at any time to to fight. You know, yep, justifiably. Uh, how did you prepare for that? Like with the aggression side, like. Wh- how did that work? Did it destroy your inner peace or? <laughs> wow. Uh, so I, regarding inner peace, dude, I don't think I had inner peace in my life. Like, like true peace until there was one day that I was in England. I was sitting on a rock in Bury St. Edmunds and the sun was just like coming up. Like we were all, we had all just like went out there just to, you know, see some of the, yo. Know, to see Tom, to see Carrie, to see Reese, to see Connor, to see all y'all motherfuckers out there in Bury, and I'm so sorry if there's more that I forgot. I'm sure there is. To see Nicole and them, yo. Um, but before any of them were out there, I just I was on this freaking rock, and it was just I don't know, just a a wave of serenity, a wave of tranquility, I, I guess, because there's been so much fucking turmoil that I've been going through. And like, I could justifiably be hating so many different things at that time in my life. Yeah. But 
I don't know what it was. It was like just the fact that I'm alive. I'm on the opposite side of the world from my family. Not that that was a good thing, but like I'm alive. Like yeah. it was it was weird. Um, and just I was able to kind of just take some things in at the moment. But then I then remembered all the bullshit and then the wave okay. of fucking peace kind of stopped. Yeah, but, well, it comes and goes, you know. Yeah. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> no, you're fine. And so... um. There's the serotonin system, the connection of neurons and neuroanatomy as they relate to serotonin. Um, that system regulates the activity of the brain towards promoting activities in order to maintain balance, renew energy resources, rest, sleep, and mood. And so also when the neurochemical GABA is released, it's known as it's known to have somewhat a inhibiting effect. It affects the way that we respond to anxiety, fear, and stress. I'll tell you what I know. If you don't do what I want, I'm going to affect the way you react to anxiety and stress. I promise you that. Almost, right? And so if, let's say that we have someone who has like an increase, like they have, you know, the regular amount of serotonin, right? And we're we're good. We're maintaining. We're resting. We're sleeping well. We have a, a good mood. Like we're at a pretty good balance, right? Um, and then we get this, the hate in the brain, right? The emotional hate, the one that says, Hey, I see this thing and I hate you, or I see you as a potential threat. You know, the yeah. whole fucking, the great replacement bullshit. Like we're going to talk about that in my, my <laughs> section. So, and so, um, cool. Your tits there. So I think it's, it's worth noting that the neurochemical GABA, I feel like it plays a super important role in people saying, hey, instead of going out and fucking destroying my neighbor because I don't like them, yeah. or w whatever the case may be, um, saying, hey, let's actually tone it back. Like, yeah. Let's fucking hold on to whatever bullshit. Let's keep it in the house. Yeah. And to take that one step further, let's say we have someone who's experiencing that bullshit. You know, they have a, you know, GABA mm -hmm. stuff in their brain. And then someone that they quote unquote hate comes over, right? And so can they use that as an opportunity to, you know, dispel some of the hate that they have towards someone else? Or will it be, okay, now that I have this this chemical, they're like, okay, I'm in my house. I'm not going around fucking up the neighborhood. Oh, now this motherfucker's at my house? And so yeah, triggers. It, right. And so it will, so will it become an issue or will it be like something that, you know, will they take it as an opportunity? And I guess that's. I don't know. That's kind of what my goal as a therapist is mm -hmm. and has been as a mental health worker is to help people do that. Right, right. So I, I have a question for you. What's up? I, and I know I've experienced this, but I want to hear your perspective. Have you ever been working with an individual where something triggers them and you can see just like in their face instantly? Like there's some like chemical shift that's like, okay, this is, you know, have you ever seen somebody explode like that? Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen details, I've, I want some details. I've seen both. I mean, I've seen moments where people have exploded and then i've also seen moments where people just have that stark realization and then they either you know fight flight or freeze yeah um so the aggressive let me since we're talking about aggression and hate for the moment um there were two two adolescents at my work that i was working with and they were just they were just talking shit to each other really mm -hmm. just you know like picking at each other saying oh you know fuck you no fuck you you ugly ass you you, you motherfucker you bitch yeah you know, all sorts of shit and then one of the kids said that's why your parents don't fucking love you and then i looked to the kid who received that comment and you you just saw the face just wash over and then he just, yeah, just yeeted his fucking fist, bro. Like punched this kid directly in the face a couple of times. So the kid was on the ground now, the one who had got punched. And, wow. and so I'm like, I can't in good conscience let this kid get like actually like his ass beat. Even if he deserves it. Even if, even if what they said was out of pocket and out of line, I can't justifiably. I have ethical obligations. I have ethical obligations to, you know. At, to minimize the damage. Yeah. So I uh, I came by, you know, uh, scooped up, not really like, in enough, not like, in, like I put my arms under his biceps. And mm -hmm. so I had his elbows near me. Right. And so like, I'm, I have his back to me. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, you know, I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm good. You're fine. And I'm like, all right, are you, are you good? Are we, are we okay? He's like, no, no, I'm fine. You know, I just had to fucking just had to get it out. And I was like, all right, bro. Let me, so we had to separate. Okay. Him. But, um, Yo, so that... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like that's the... Uh, 
and so it, it how which one would you justify that as right like it wouldn't necessarily be like the predatory or would it yeah could, probably obvious, just a reaction obviously the emotional one, yeah right? um honestly when that stuff happened i was admin level not quite admin level but like above like that so mm-hmm. i just went in my office and locked the door and just kind of you know turned on no i'm just kidding i didn't do that but um sometimes if it was like a hectic day i just let other people deal with it that were more physically hmm. able to because we had a lot of big strong polynesian dudes hmm. interesting yeah i anytime that i see some bullshit or hear some bullshit going on like i'm the person to go to the drama like how do i affect this because if if i don't then something else may happen or if i don't then someone will be like oh you just sat around and watched and did nothing or if i don't someone I said oh you I, just fucking ran away bro. i didn't run like, away but when I hear you hear chatter on the walkie, you know, mm-hmm. and if it's like a big response, you know, you go. But like if it's just like a fight, there's there's other people that can, you know, sometimes we did get called in like everybody. And that was scary. But it takes both kinds. My man's yes. is working on self-preservation. I'm working on, you know, containing the well, crisis. That too. But um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, yes. So um, I was also going to ask another question. You asked me kind of like about the predatory one too. Mm-hmm. That one's kind of scarier for me to deal with because we had kids that were just genius who would plan yeah. things and they stayed there for months and months. They left, they couldn't leave until they got the treatment, you know? So some of them had been there like a year and a half and right. they would plan things. So they would be the one pulling the strings behind the scenes, you know, kind of like a Vita Colón, you know? Um, yeah. And I've, I've, I've experienced that shit yeah. as well, right? Like people who are like, I have a plan. Like, I really don't like this kid and just wait until either, you know, the staff shift or wait until, you know, nighttime or wait until, you know, da da da. I'm going to get his ass. I'm going to get his fucking ass. Like, whatever the case yeah. may be. You know? We had kids that they didn't like the cops. And so they would act out till the point that the cops got called and then they'd beat the shit out of the cops or try to. Yeah. We had a. They were we big a, enough to. We had a couple instances of that. Well, not necessarily people who had hated the cops, but just like who were just hyper aggressive. You know, they just want to strike anyone who's in their way. And so. When, That's scary. When the police responded, then they hit the cops and they were like, yep, gotta, gotta scoop his ass up. Yeah. So have you been punched? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. I've been punched. I've been threatened to get shot, like, the whole nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, okay, I've been punched. Okay, so this this one particular kid, um, super aggressive, like, hitting other kids. And then as one of the staff members goes in to, you know, intervene, uh, the kid hits the staff. And we're like, oh, shit. Okay, guys. Uh, so we got to get, you know, on-site deputies. Can y'all, you know, come on over here? And so as we're trying to, you know, work with and contain uh, the kid, he ends up hitting me. And... Luckily, kids got paper hands, bro. Like, yeah. It just, it wasn't so much to hurt. It was more to, like, prove a point, right? Like, yeah. I hit you. I, I strike you. I get you. And so um, I'm like, bro, okay, let's, let's relax, bro. Calm down. You know, because we're not supposed to be doing, like, hella physical, mm-hmm. right? And then as we're just, so as the officers come by, you know, he ends up striking one of the officers as well. Like, mm-hmm. as we're trying to, like, to just calm him down and all this shit. And so as he hits the officer, like... Me and the officer look at each other. Like, did this shit just happen? Or like, like you see what I see? I saw what you saw. Lock his ass up, bro. Like, so mm-hmm. he, he, like grabbed him. You know, freaking boom. They put the handcuffs on him, and we, you know, they carried his ass on to where he needed to go. The most satisfying feeling was, and this is kind of sad at the same time. But kids that are talking shit. They said, "Call the police. I want them to come over and grab me," kind of thing. And then they just ball like babies in like the in the foyer, you know, and, the, and like don't take me, don't take Get me, the you know. Fuck out of here! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have you seen that before? I've Bro, seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty I've of times. Seen the they'll you know be a hell aggressive, da da, you know, talking all sorts of shit, like slapping, punching, doing all this bullshit, and then when they finally get like handcuffed and then taken to where they, they are, just to go, cry. Like, when when they're taken to where they go to like report what's happening, fucking lies, bro. They're like, oh, the cop hit me, fucking they they body slammed me, they did all sorts of shit. And I'm like, bro, no, the fuck they didn't. We got it on camera. Relax. <laughs> no, the fuck they didn't. We bro. had we had plenty of kids like that too, and we had kids beg for the, the cops not to take them, like crying and stuff. Which really? Was... God damn it. <laughs> Yo, again, again. Anyways, so yeah. yeah, you had kids who were like begging well they 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 thought they were the shit you know on the unit and then the cops would come and take them and they were crying and yeah Mm, okay so they were they were boys they weren't they weren't men 
Yo, so they were just hella crying, bro. So that's, and so I see like that's, you know, wanting to get more attention. Yeah, they're like, yeah, okay, it's sad. Gonna... it was sad, you know. Sure, sure. But then there's kids that they beat the shit out of the cops. I didn't care. They, they walked out, you know, they were fine. They liked it, you know. So it's those are the kids I'm scared of is what I'm saying. The kids that are deliberate about it. They can plan and don't care. Yeah, that's, that. yeah. So there's also the, uh, the, scary nature of that as well right yes and so i think that when you link hate and aggression then i feel like people can believe that their behavior is justified yeah and so when we come to a place when someone says you know i hate mcdonald's fucking mcdonald's right and so they fired me and so if i were to revenge kind of thing Right, getting revenge kind of thing. And so, again, if we're discussing hate as a like an extreme disdain, and so yeah. the person could, in their mind, try to do the mental gymnastics to flip, rationalize, and justify, you know, throwing rocks or Molotov cocktails or fucking trying yeah. to hinder their stock in such the in such the fashion. Yeah. And so, I think it's uh, I I can see why there's not just one angle to saying what is hate. You know, yeah, like where is it in the brain? It's hard to, uh, yeah, it's hard to quantify and qualify. Right, I, for sure. And so I think there's a lot of like examples of hate in the modern society. Like if for we're talking sure. about hating McDonald's, right? Like fucking. Some people do hate McDonald's. Yeah, and so like okay, as an ent- okay, I'm, I'm not gonna get so like as an entity, there's certain things that I, I wouldn't say that I absolutely like extremely disdain, but. There's some that I'm just like, we have so much fucking money going into like marketing and like telling people, hey, why don't we just fucking get more burgers? Why don't we just get more, spend more money? Yeah. Why not use that money to do something better with it? Like, you know, actively help the planet and then tell everyone that we're helping the planet as well. Yeah. Like when Elon Musk pulled out of the Twitter deal, I'm not saying- He pulled out? He pull, well, this time he did. He didn't oh. pull out when he had those two twins with his executive, if you know what Ooh, I mean. Um, get fucked. Yeah. Well, he oh, yeah, did. I didn't know. I did. I thought the dude yeah. Was he pulled out through. of the deal. Okay. Today, I think. Hmm. So, I don't necessarily like hate Elon Musk to the point where I would hunt him down or anything like that. Right. But I, I wasn't sad to see him kind of fall on his face. It felt kind of good. Mm. Yeah, well, I feel that. Because forty-four billion. Think of all the good that could do. Right. I, I and I I shudder to think where that forty four billion is actually gonna be spent now, as opposed to you know, so yeah, fuck it. Buying Twitter, like, okay, if you wanna buy Twitter, I don't okay, you have enough money, fuck it. I can get Twitter for free. Like fuck it. If you wanna buy Twitter, go for it. But the fact of the matter is I I personally can think of like five different places where I would wanna see forty four billion like invested to see something productive come back to the society. Right. Yeah. As opposed to let me try to unban people and give, you know, it, it, it just seems silly. Yeah. But that's that's a that's yeah. a whole nother fucking episode. Yeah. So when we're talking about hate in our society, you know, there's a, obviously there's a lot of hate, but there's like official like legal terms, you know, mm-hmm. like hate crimes. So like right. just because you hate somebody, you know, and maybe you go jump them, it can be a hate crime. But sometimes it's not, you know. Right. So, like, the FBI actually has a definition, if you want me to. Sure. So, what's yeah. the FBI's definition of hate? So, they said, a criminal offense against a person or property motivated in whole or in part by an offender's bias against a race, religion, disability, sexual orientation, ethnicity, gender, or gender identity. So, they're using hate in the verb form. like Yes. Utilizing. Based on the bias. Based on the bias. Right. So, utilizing the hate that you have inside to do something. Yeah, so it's a crime based on that hate. A crime based on saying, yeah. okay. So um, just some interesting things. So that's a hate crime? Hate crime. Okay, so that's- This isn't the definition of hate, this is the definition okay. of a hate crime legally, because if- like we said, it's hard to uh, like write out hate in, in legislation, so. Right, right. You know. And so um, interesting, you know, some things. So the FBI in 2021 reported that hate crimes had surged to a 12-year high. Oh, fun. Yeah. 12 year high. 12 year high. So, obviously, in the 50s, they were so high that you couldn't count. So, the data is not really too wow. solid there. But, like, in the 12 year high, it, it surged. Fun. So, 
interestingly enough, so race was the primary category with surprise, surprise, with crimes against black people being the overwhelming majority of those crimes at 56%. Surprise. Surprise. It's probably an improvement from the past. You know what I'm saying? Just like, <laughs> yeah, percentage wise, at least. Christ, shock Jeez. and awe. I, yeah. had, I was not expecting this. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Hate crimes against Asians were significantly higher. Like, there weren't as much because there's, there's not as many Asians in the country. Um, mm. But they were like, they almost doubled. Rough, bro. Yeah, from the year before. Shock. And so they, they think a lot of that was motivated by like the pandemic, you know, those hmm. feelings. Of, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of bullshit then. There was the shooting in Atlanta that was motivated by hate for the pandemic, like blaming Asian people. Mm-hmm. And there was like a stabbing on a train. Some yeah, sort. there was there was several um, of those. So that was interesting. Um, yeah, other bullshit. than that, there was hate crimes against religion, which was like significantly less. You know, mm. it's like 20 percent of the crimes were motivated by that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I found the most interesting thing was studying about hate groups. Hate groups. Yeah. Mm. So kind of the S, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Like, like the, the KKK. That's one of them. Um, the SPLC defines a hate group as an organization or collection of individuals that, based on its official statements or principles, the statements of its leaders or its activities, has beliefs or practices that attack or malign an entire class of people typically for their immutable characteristics. An organization does not need to have engaged in criminal conduct or have followed their speech with actual unlawful action to be labeled a hate group. We do not list individuals as hate groups, only organizations. Hmm. So some interesting things, attacking people for immutable characteristics. Right. Right. Great. So, I'm, I, again, we don't hate cops on this show, but Blue Lives Matter... You can quit being a cop and move cities or even just quit being a cop. Nobody will ever know you're a cop, right? Right. You can't quit being brown. So, right. Like, your your natural hair color is an immutable characteristic. Like, your skin color is an, an immutable characteristic. Your job is not. Your job is not. So, people equating the two, like, you know, I see that kind of an aggressive, like, response to Black Lives Matter. People mm-hmm. say, oh, well, Blue Lives Matter, you know, kind of feeling... It's a, it's a false equivalency. However, yes. again, we're not saying we don't hate cops. Lives, we're not saying blue lives don't matter. They do. Ma- I almost said we. Never mind. I almost got into the all lives matter, but um, I meant it in the fact that we value human life on this show. Yeah, but for sure, some some lives are less valued by society than others, and that's what we want to bring truth to. Facts. It'd be yeah. like that sometimes. Yeah. So um, another thing that's interesting is, so an organization, they don't need to necessarily commit a crime to be considered a hate organization. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So like, yeah, you have the Proud Boys breaking into the Capitol, allegedly. Which I would think is a crime. It it, it definitely is. Okay. Um, people, have gotten, people have gotten, <laughs> you know, in this political climate, I'm, I'm, you never know. You never know. You never fucking know. Um, so you don't have to commit crimes to be a hate organization. Great. So that like amplifies the level of hate organizations out there. Um, you can just be saying hateful things, you know? Mm-hmm. There's certain church, like the, what is it, the Westboro Baptists, I think? Oh, my fucking gravy. Yeah. I don't think they commit crimes necessarily, but they protest at soldiers' funerals. Yeah, they they do all sorts of hateful shit, bro. Like, yeah. Saying people, oh my God, you're going to burn in hell for ages because you fucking, you served in the military or some bullshit. Like, yeah, it's just stupid, you know, kind of thing. Um, so that means that um, the kind of the amount, the threat of hate in our society is a lot greater, you know, because the mm-hmm. threshold is lower for, you know, what people consider hate. Um, so kind of some interesting things about our youth, um, kind of a profile on somebody who is young, Nick Fuentes, as we're talking. Mm. Um, he, so a little bit about him. So he was, um, I believe he was a student in, during like the Trump like campaigns and stuff, and he radicalized. Um, he may have already had those views, but he became, I think, I don't know if he got kicked out of Boston College, but he quit because his, his presence was too hateful. Mm. And he is a self-proclaimed fascist. Great. I'm glad that someone said, hey, I would want to fucking associate with that. 
there he has lots of followers. It's kind of sure, like, a cult, like somebody called him out like this is kind of culty, and he's like, yeah, and mm-hmm. um, kind of feeling. And so Nick Fuentes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read some of his words because this puts it kind of into perspective. Right, right. So it's kind of a lengthier quote, but I think this will be like it. It. Will, it, will, it I need to read the whole quote because it's bad. Okay. Okay. So this keep in mind, this guy's 24 years old. I think he was like 21 when he was saying this. Okay. Um, America, for what it's worth, was founded by white Christians. It was not founded by Jewish people. It was not founded by Judeo-Christians. It was founded by white Christians, and white Christians are in the majority. Christianity is the religion of this nation, not Judaism, not the Talmud, not that stuff. It just is what it is. It's just a fact. And you know what? If we're going to make America great again, we've got to talk about this anti-white thing that's going on. And if we want to restore America, we've got to make America a Christian nation again. And you can understand why influential Jewish people in conservative media are not really gung-ho about that. They're not promoting white identity. They're not promoting this. And I don't think they're thrilled about the idea of a revankist Christianity. They like the idea of Christianity where we, we're all Zionists and we're all giving money to Israel and this and that, but they're not really thrilled with just Christianity. They want it to be Judeo-Christianity. They want there to be this acknowledgement, and if we want America to be put first and if we want to do the right thing by God, I don't think I don't know that there can be a lot of compromise there. Those are some heavy ideas for 21-year-olds. That's a lot. And so this is... On two fronts, right? So when we say this particular person harbors these ideas, or at the very least is willing to say these ideas in a, you know, massive, to a lot of people. Yes. And so I don't believe, personally, I don't believe that there is like an anti-whiteness sentiment. I think there's more of like just acknowledging like how we got to where we are with an objective lens as opposed to saying, oh, hey, like, it was all white people that made the nation happen. Like, it took a lot of different fucking people to make this shit what it is. Native Americans. It it literally took the Native Americans. Right. And so, and regarding, okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to stop there. (laughs) Okay. um, So. Another episode. And so no, fuck. Another okay. And so you know, there's, you just there's need that to front, right? Just let it out. Let it out. So there's that front, right? So the person that harbors these fucking ideas and says, "Hey, this is this is what I believe we need to do about this fucking bullshit." And then on the flip, the people who are hearing this shit, the people who are saying, "Hey, I think that's a good idea. I really but the damn, I didn't know that people were fucking trying to destroy all the white people. Oh, fuck. What I need to do something about this." Like that shit is fucking dangerous, dude. So dangerous. Like, like this guy, ha- and he has a platform. You know, a lot of people like him. And he's he came close to being mainstream, like, republicanism. Like, great. he had for a while there. Obviously, he's, recently, he I think um, he wasn't allowed at the Libertarian Conference or whatever. But, <laughs> I mean, if the Libertarians aren't in on this, then, you know, there's bro, a problem If there. the Libertarians won't let you come in, bro, you, you, you might have some, some extreme ideas. So... The the crazy thing about this is he's not even like, and I don't want to make this about his race, but he's not um, Fuentes. That's a Spanish name. His, I think his dad is Hispanic, mm-hmm. you know, so him saying whiteness, you know, it's kind of, it's weird to like. I mean, is he white passing? Sort of. Okay. You know, I think, I think he could be white passing, sure. but it's just kind of that cognitive dissonance between like. Let me see what this guy looks like. Uh, he has a very punchy face. Yeah, he can be white passing. He looks like those guys in the Teslas we were talking about that drive like assholes. He just, he looks like... Arrogance. He looks like arrogance personified. Yes. And and that's that's his, that's, if that's his role, if that's his thing, if that's how he wants to do his life, hey, but to do it. Self-determination, all that shit. But I mean... But don't commit crimes. Yeah, don't... Which he... Don't hurt people. May have. Which he may have. At the very least, incited other people incited. to hurt people. Definitely incited. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't want to get sued. Um, which he probably wouldn't hear this. Um, so he admires this shocker. He admires figures like Hitler and Mussolini. Hmm. So how do how do people get like this? Like, 
I'm just perplexed. I think it's a combination of, again, one's peers, one's... And I honestly, I don't think media gets enough credit for how they influence people's opinions, whether for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, so peers, for sure. Parents, for sure. For sure. Um, and then I also believe, like, media has a huge fucking hand, dude. Like, Yeah, like, you, you go back before 1996, before uh, kind of um, you had to have both sides involved in, you know, fair news, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking like, I was thinking like, oh man, well maybe back in the freaking 50s, you know, maybe media wasn't that. But I mean, back in the 50s, like people were still hella racist and shit. And that was just fucking fine. Like it was just cool to have, you know, all all sorts of racist But then it got, it started being put on camera. Right. For Americans, uh, for people more mainstream. And I think that's kind of when things changed a little bit more is when they saw firsthand kind of some of those things. So I'm trying to think of like when media right like when media has started right like we're talking like fucking radio we're talking like fucking just someone standing out on the side of the street saying hey fucking ringing a bell talking about fucking whatever the case may be right and like i don't know and so i can only imagine you know hate or at the very least expressing disdain for whatever particular group has been around since then and since so, probably since we became sentient, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, since we said, "Hey, I don't like that group; they're taking my resources." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? But you can get into kind of, and I also studied uh, a kind of a a guide for parents from the Southern Poverty Law Center about how to prevent radicalization. Great in youth. And that's and not a sarcastic great. That's actually great. That is great. Um, thank you for supporting me. Yeah, no Podcasting partner, we're in this together. Um, and one of those things is kind of that bubble of information mm. where you're only hearing certain things and you're getting trapped in that, you know, that cycle that where echo chamber, the echo chamber. And so those facts have been distorted to the point where you're not getting the actual story. You're just getting what, you know, a, a fat executive in his office wants you to hear, you know? Yeah. And that oh, that shit infuriates me. So it, it we're experiencing me to- hatred right now for this. I, for this for this idea, the fact that someone decides to do this type of shit. And so between January and May 8th of 2020, a study was done that collected a total of 1,088 verbatim transcripts from the leading primetime shows on Fox News and MSNBC in the 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. time slots. Okay, 558 were of Fox um, MSNBC had 530 transcripts. So enough to say, hey, let's get a pretty reasonable you know, idea of what goes on here. Um, so specifically, the word hate was found 118 times on MSNBC. Wow. And Fox News had 647. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. My dad watches Fox News like five hours a day, so I hear it. Right. And so not only was it just, you know, the word hate, and so they also went on to study, uh, the study goes on to analyze what followed and preceded the word hate. Ooh, like, not curious. Hate, like, they hate, or I hate, or on the flip, like, they hate us, or they hate Trump, or they hate conservatives, or they hate whatever, bro. Okay. This, I have a link to it, bro. Read this, read this fucking study. It's, it's incredible. And so the notion again, that there is a company who's making hella money in the broadcasting industry yeah. by, you know, running advertisements, all this other bullshit. Yeah. And they actively are perpetuating negativity to the masses who they know are watching. It's called propaganda. Right. They don't give a fuck about the truth. Right, bro. And so it's about the- that that right there is what infuriates me. Also, like the same fucking like the geopolitical maneuvering of companies as were you know like like the the geoeconomic bullshit, like having a fucking coke manufacturing plant out in like somewhere in desolate Africa, Utah. right? Like, no, I, I mean, like okay, so like uh, okay, right? And so mean. what I mean is. You have so much money. You have so much influence. You have so much capability. You guys can be talking about literally anything. You guys could be putting your money literally into like 
helping a particular group. And I mean, not necessarily one that helps you on a like political bias standpoint, but like one that genuinely is humanitarian. Like provides is, clean water. Right. You can donate your money into providing, helping, donate some money into helping yeah. provide clean water and then blast that shit all over your airwaves and be like, oh, hey, look, we're freaking helping donate, freaking do all this shit. So maybe some of your constituents, some of the people that you're trying to blast your information to can help as well. Like, but that would help hum- humankind. It would probably save a lot of lives, but it wouldn't make money. Right. And so it would be too helpful. And so yeah. what I think is, again, just fucking infuriating, bros. Like people are literally watching. Garbage. They're, people are actively perpetuating negativity among groups of Americans, right? Like there was a whole fucking civil war about you know, slavery. And so now it's going to be, oh, hey, these people don't look like us. These people are, quote unquote, trying to replace us or whatever. So we need to be afraid of that and arm up and be like, we need to hate these people. And these people are fucking Americans who don't, I mean, many of them don't fucking hate you. Like, it's not this, this fucking hyperbolic conversation that they've been having for ages. That's what infuriates me the most. Like, so I don't, I don't watch MSNBC. I don't watch none of that shit, bro. I don't watch, I don't watch the news. I read it. Um, from like the AP news, Axios, Reuters, yeah, Associated Press, yeah, AP. Get, get your news from there. Um, so that's where I get my news from. But like, just to see kind of Al Jazeera, that too. Uh, just to see them leave out like chunks of important information, mm-hmm. and you knowing full well, like Fox News, they didn't even air the January six hearings. Yeah, Ooh, for obvious reasons. Big surprise. Because some of their followers were probably on those. <laughs> Mm. on the screen so yeah um but just like i don't like giving out specific like commentators because fuck them yeah um but just the whininess and just like the 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 delusion because you're taking facts that aren't the white replace white replacement for example Mm -hmm. you're taking an event that's not happening but you're causing like this fever you know this panic among your not consistent viewers, yeah, you know, it's followers. Fear mongering. It pisses me off. Like, yep. I I hate it. I hate that. Yes. Yeah, and so it's it's super super detrimental yeah. towards the progress. And I, I don't know. I feel like yeah. people need to be doing better. Okay, so how do you think that type of reach influences the everyday working person watching the news? Um, I it. When you don't have that whole picture, I think it, you tend to be more hateful towards other groups. You know, when you're not as educated about it, when you've been manipulated into thinking something, mm-hmm. you know, I could point to my family if we want to, honestly, um, of right. examples of hate towards groups and not understanding them, you know. Right. But, so yeah. perhaps they're more susceptible to falling into these types of emotions and thoughts when exposed to this type of media constantly. Yeah. So getting back to the the preventing kind of extremism. One of the things is experiences of trauma. Mm -hmm. So when you experience a trauma, like we experienced, you know, nine 11, that, that can lead you to hate certain groups, you know, the COVID-19 people blaming the Chinese and then blaming all Asians, you know, and not have, which is obviously bullshit, uh, bullshit. Um, So yeah, like not having the whole thing, you know, having the whole kind of story. um, Right being exposed to those traumatic events, feeling fear. Um, interestingly, a lot of people get radicalized because they're seeking belonging. Hmm. And so these powerful agencies, they offer them solutions, you know, like, for example, anti-immigration sentiments, you know, right, like right. just build the wall, you know. Which, <laughs> build the wall. Guess what? Oh my God. Not built. Um, still not built. Still not going to be built. Mexico's like, no, uh, we're not paying for that shit. Um, so yeah, you have you have kind of like that kind of stuff. And then um you have wanting to feel safe, you know, can lead people to seek out those kind of hate groups. And they they're predatory in some ways. Like mm-hmm. have you seen I don't know if you've ever seen any of the ISIS recruiting like videos, but they're like professionally made. Yeah, yeah. They promise you like that you'll get rich and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's just kind of, it's weird. Like they seek out those vulnerable individuals who are looking for that sense of belonging. Kind of like gangs. 
Like gangs, yes. Um, and so I feel, honestly, dude, I don't even know. Like, I honestly, and this is, this may be a bad take, um, but I feel like some gangs might have more. Fuck, how to, how to put this? We don't want to get jumped or anything. So no, no, uh, no, no. no. What, what I'm trying to say is, I, I feel like they might have more. Uh, <sighs> more benevolence than hate groups in <laughs> yeah, wait, probably. In, in the in the vein that there are some gangs who were now saying you know hey we're not about to fucking beef over a color it's not like that big like bloody dukin we just need to get the money for the organization so then we can continue to supply you with xyz fucking drugs guns and which we do money. not necessarily and support and again like i and again if that is your lifestyle right like if that's something that you like to do, that's your whatever, that's your go-to. If it works for you, I I don't I don't suggest it. I mean, I feel like not you might end stuff. up you might end up getting caught up, but hopefully, you know, everything works out. But what I'm saying is if if we are looking at the vein of a hate group, right? Now we're saying, okay, we need the money for more weapons or for more uh tactical yeah. defenses or whatever the case may be, specifically so we can harm you. Like mm-hmm. whatever, whoever you is, right? I I don't know. I I just think it's interesting. See, here's the thing: is that um, I'm not going to justify gang violence or gangs. Sure. Um, but this is arising out of contrived, you know, feelings of betrayal. Mm-hmm. When you know, gangs for whatever the motives they have, a lot of it comes from poverty and being brutalized by the police and stuff like that mm-hmm. over hundreds of years. This is more of entitlement of you are reaching our level and so mm. we want to protect our status mm. yeah. okay interesting so, um so yeah that's a lot of a lot of it comes down to um some of the risk factors is people feeling kind of jealous over that you know feeling like their identity the white replacement theory was a big one that the slpc um mm. listed but um yeah the kids are being found like on websites you know Reddit, big one, video games, you know, just like having gamer tags that are racist or something. Yeah. Um, another one is being exposed to kind of memes, hmm. and like, yeah, I can and, see that. And, and material that's kind of callous, like towards immigrants or towards black people, you know, like jokes, even just jokes. Yeah, bro. Like, being making jokes and, um, yeah, yeah. Been on it's the bad. internet long enough it's to bad. see so so fucking much of that stuff dude yeah, like man. not only on like your your popular social media platforms but just like in forums and different websites and like i've i've been to some some bottom of the internet websites bro and even there like it's 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 rough yeah um so some other warning signs now i have it up um pretty interesting so the belief in the necessity of violent insurrections hmm to maintain the status quo or, you know, the, the, they call it the second American civil war or whatever. The belief in the necessity. Yes. The, like the, you know, the January 6th insurrection. Right, right, right. right. Like that kind of thing. Like right, right, right. So they believe to, that it was necessary. It yes, absolutely needed yes, to happen. Because you warp, you, you don't get all the information. So your sense of reality is kind of, you know, distor- distorted. Mm-hmm. Um, some other kind of risk factors, belief in male supremacy or expressions of misogyny. Hmm. So, if you, look out for boys, those people. You know, if if you got boys. some friends who are constantly being misogynistic, just yeah, be don't, on the don't alert. Get some new friends. We, we will be your friends. We will replace those friends that are pieces of shit. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Um, that's too many fucking friends for me. I might direct you to someone who might be a good friend of you or for you. We're gonna put out an advertisement. We need somebody to like manage our friends for us. Okay, like some or, type of listener or something. We need like an accountant of other yes. friends. Yes, just exactly. Need, Need you to categorize them and, you know. Yeah. So here's another one. Belief in the necessity of violence to suppress the broader movement for Black Lives Matter. Or protests like those. So hmm. believing that it's a dangerous thing that you need to act against it. So believing that it's a necessity to yeah. be violent towards these groups yeah. protesting. Yeah. Antifa. Right, 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 right. And so it's, again, bro, it's just this this type of mindset that is intolerant to reason and intolerant to like 
I, I don't even want to say logic because mm-hmm. for them, their their logic is fucking is as solid as fucking sand could be, whatever. Yeah. But um, it's intolerant to reason, right? Like, it, yeah. why am I fighting with this person? Why does this person, like sitting down and having this type of conversation, like yeah. it's, it's, it must be out the door in order for this type of mindset to continue. Yeah. Yeah. And an interesting one, this is kind of, this one scares the shit out of me. Sharing concepts associated with scientific racism. Like that just adds a new level to it. Like yeah, that's the it's the shit that's been debunked. Yeah, for ye- for years. Yeah, like all human beings are the same species. There's no like genetically superior species. Newsflash. Yeah, bro. Um, and that's the shit that the Nazis tried to do, right? They tried to legitimize. I'm still hate. trying to do. <laughs> still trying to do. Still trying to American. legitimize racism, and they're trying yeah. to give it an academic fucking spin. Yeah. Um, another one, um, blaming immigrants for shortcomings. They blame us when we come over. They and blame you, us for the wars. They blame us for all the crime, but it was them committing them. And you, you hear this rhetoric a lot, a lot, a lot. Like, I don't, I don't even watch very much news. Like, I don't yeah. watch very many, but I still hear it a lot. Like, yeah. from friends or from, like, scrolling through the bullshit-ass social media site yeah it's fuck it's ridiculous dude and so it's it's been happening for a long time immigrants pay taxes any single time they buy anything in the u.s i'll tell you what we just pay as much as taxes as everybody else that's what we're gonna do yeah man it's it's so fucking dumb that's how that so that's how the mafia like the italian mafia the irish mafia mm-hmm. that's how they came about it was because people were blaming them for things and so to have that kind of to not get beat up, to not, you know, all those things they formed like yeah, it's an extortion. Yeah. Like, they formed like groups to protect themselves, you know, and not justify they have done a lot of we've done a lot of things that we're not proud of that we can't talk on the podcast, okay? Yeah, um, bro. But uh seriously that's kind of what the Godfather's about. I believe it. So uh moving forward, um just kind of some of like the uh how to help like this problem. So what can we know? do? Right. Um, with our youth, you know, it comes down to being empathetic towards them. You mm-hmm. know, like, let's say you hear them saying something instead of yelling at them, you know, hey, stop doing that. Like, have a conversation about what that means that they're saying, you know, educate. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Advise, you know, like um, advise them on, you know, not all news sources are the same caliber, you know, mm-hmm. be be aware that like. If you hear certain phrases or something, this is not like a good way to, it's not honest or whatever. Um, Yeah. And just being there and being supportive for your kids, I think. Right. And so let's say as adults, right, if we see or hear someone being hateful or, you know, see some bullshit like that, um, what I learned from one of our instructors, Irene, um, instead of engaging with the person who's being aggressive, like go to the person who's being aggressed upon and be like, okay, Hey, are are you okay? Like, do you need anything? Yeah. And that, that could be a whole another episode just talking about that too, that response, you know? Yep. Um, so I also think that, you know, another way that we can help like with, with adults, right? Check that shit. Like, Hey dude, that's not okay. Like, don't say that shit. That we don't do that here. That's not okay. Yeah, it, and like, it comes down to adults are a lot harder to work with. With of this course, because oh, yeah. um, a they kid, feel more you, justified. Yeah. Kids are more malleable. Kids are more malleable. My dad, I don't want to call him racist. He's not racist, but um, people like my dad's age, you know, that generation is like in their sixties. They've been that way their probably their whole lives. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to change. Like their mind about things. That's not the goal here. Sure. Right. And I mean, it would be, that would be like fucking poetry in motion if you were able to change their minds. Yeah. Don't go into any any type of conversation like that expecting to change someone's mind. Like at least be, have the expectation that you will do your best to make your side heard. Like in, in the most respectful way possible, right? Like I don't, I don't want people to meet i mean sometimes meeting hatred with fucking more hatred whatever but i, I feel like it's more beneficial if someone says hey fucking i hate you 
instead of being like, yeah, well, fuck you too, buddy. You fucking eat a dick. Be like, okay, so wait, real quick, dude, why? For what? Like, what have I done to you to earn your hatred? Like, do you even know yeah. me? Like, do you know how how much I actually give a shit about you as a person? But you don't even know that, bro. Yeah, see, um, that's why I haven't been in many fist fights in my adult life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, lose all my stuff, like licensure or whatever. And, you know, right. so I, but I like talking through things with people, mm-hmm. you know, I, most people can be rationed with, and if they can't, then that's when you gotta, you know, do what you gotta do. Right. And so there's, there are some times when aggression is like the only reasonable outcome. Yeah. Like, and I feel like those, those times are hard to come by, like reasonable aggression. Yeah. Like, but yeah, and, I don't know if people yeah. are just bullying, bro. Fuck that shit. I ain't with it. Yeah. And honestly, cut ties with people if you need to. Fuck them. Fuck them. 86 them. Cut them motherfuckers out. Maybe, yeah. Um, I've had that with friends, like people I considered like really close, you know? For sure. That the rhetoric was not okay and I wasn't comfortable with it. And they didn't want to have to deal with that. And rather than try and change their minds or whatever, gone. Fuck them. 86 them. Yeah. Yo. So real quick, um, if you or anyone you know struggling with fucking issues relating to hate you know people hating each other all this extra bullshit bro like seek help reach out talk to each other like try to give a differing opinion and if they don't change their minds that's okay like 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 we talked about in other episodes you're not going to change people's minds for sure there's going to be many times when you just fucking can't just walk away yep well we out bitch we out thank you for listening